Welcome to Casa de Confidence, a podcast for women and some cool dudes going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins, and your sidekick, handsome hot husband, that again. I am a dreamer, a traveler, a missionary, and risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, we are a supporter of people and their dreams. If you stumble into the casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, we're so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. Welcome back to another week of Casa de Confidence. This is Dan. And your hostess with the mostest is Juliana DeLuca. Oh my God, you're using the, my full name today. What, what's wrong Juliana with you? Juliana DeLuca. Hey, did you know that I was named after Queen Juliana? No. Yeah. Who's Queen Juliana? Oh, Denmark. Denmark. You know who I was named after? I don't know. Subdued my parents knew. Some dude your parents knew. <laughs> His name was Daniel Samuel. His name was Daniel. Daniel, where did the Samuel come from? Samuel is my middle name. It was also my father's middle name. So I, I was the last boy born, and I got my father's middle name. The first boy born mm-hmm. got my father's first name, Charles. Hmm. So Charles... Samuel Collins is my father. My brother is Charles Gordon Collins, and mm-hmm. I am Daniel Samuel Collins. Interesting. Yep, little history there in the Collins mm. uh, family tree. Well, Queen Juliana, <laughs> which you know, her name was Juliana Louise Emma Marie Wilhelmina. Oh, I I know Queen Juliana. She's sitting right next to me. Hey, by the way, <laughs> she abdicated. In 1980. 1980? She's still alive? No, she died in in 2004. Well, she was still alive in 1980. Yes, but she abdicated, you know? Huh. And her daughter, Beatrix, became her successor. Cool. Yeah, here, a little history. And I believe, no, King Beatrix is, um, is dead. And now it's a guy who took over for her. (laughs) King Wilhelm. Dead people history. Anyway. Anyway, here's a little lesson in royalty. (laughs) uh, You know know what? We've gotten off to a screaming start on the show today. A screaming start? A screaming start. What does that mean? We were just just going nonstop, uh, you know, just talking about whatever. Well, before we really get into anything further, I do want to say that if we have any listeners... Or friends and people checking out the podcast from Florida. We want to go ahead and let you know that we are praying for you, that we are thinking of, you know, what you're going through because mm-hmm. I know that it is not easy um, to see, you know, number one, any type of damage, devastation that has happened. We hope that you are safe, that your loved ones, your family is safe. And, um, Absolutely. you know, know that, um, the best of people definitely can be open to you if you look. And there's a gift in this, and I know that it doesn't sound like, oh, my God, what do you mean there's a gift on having four feet of water in my room? Well, there is. 
And it may not be, um, you know, easy to see right away, but just be open to the idea that there is a gift in all of this. So stay open and, and, and you know, see what the world has to offer you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, by the way, we are closing out September. Where did September go, Daniel? September went in the past. By the way. Do you know why? What? Because time doesn't stop for nobody. No, time stands still for no one. Um, how about them Yankees? What about the Yankees? I you know love what? Them. Aaron Judge, hmm. he is about the closest thing you can get to a Derek Jeter type. So mm-hmm. much better than, you know, the other guy I didn't like on your on the, the other team. guy that you didn't like on the team, oh. the one who like J Lo dumped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't not talk a, about him. Mm, Dan's not a fan. I'm not a fan because you know what? I'm 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 a huge Red Sox fan, but I respect oh the Yankees and I respect I respect these players that represent their teams well. And well. Aaron Judge is one of those. Derek Jeter was one of those. Mm. You know, Don Mattingly was one of those. I mean, th- these are these are people that you know knew the Yankee way and they stuck to it. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, Mattingly did didn't get a championship out of it, but we know. Mm. Well, I have to say that um, did was it you that told me the judge actually surpassed um, the babe, the babe's record? No, he tied it. He got he a, tied it. Okay. No, no, no. He actually surpassed the babe. He he tied the all time Yankee record, record of sixty one right. home runs mm-hmm. for uh, Roger Maris. Yeah. Roger Maris was the one that surpassed the babe. Mm. Well, let me tell mm-hmm. you. Babe Ruth, my dad, here is, so I'm, I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I'm going to share it again because I think that this is a very important story for you um, to keep in mind, boys and girls, especially as you're encountering difficulties and challenges. And we just talked about the, the, the everything that people are going through with Hurricane Ian. There are going to be times in our life in which, you know, we fail or we strike out. And I want you to keep in mind that failure is a first step in learning mm-hmm. um, or first lesson, <laughs> first lesson. I don't know. I can't even think what the acronym is anymore, but it is the first step, the first lesson in learning. And one day I had a big audacious goal, super big goal. I was going for these contracts and I was so excited because, oh my gosh, that meant a big bonus for me in my corporate job. And I called my dad because all of a sudden we're, we're going to close out the, the year and the calendar year, and I wasn't going to make it. Mm. And I was really upset. And the competitive girl in me, and you know I'm competitive, mm-hmm. I was very upset. And the. You competitive? Yeah, shocking, right? Oh. <laughs> Uh, but I was so I was so mad at myself, and there was so many different things that I um, was upset about. But ultimately, you know, it, it, when it when I saw that I wasn't going to make it, I wasn't going to hit my targets, I wasn't going to get my my big bonus. Um, I really made made it mean that it was all about me not being enough or good enough. Hmm. And you know, my dad said, "Honey." 
You know what made, made Babe Ruth be the Babe and be so good? It's like it's not how many home runs he had. It's a fact that he actually kept showing up after each strikeout. And you have to have the most strikeouts in order to get the most home runs. And from that moment on, I kept a picture of Babe Ruth on my desk to remind cool. me that I needed to. And I don't have it anymore because we got rid of my old desk and now we have this new situation. Mm. But anyway, I digress. Well, that's a great story. I, I think that this is the thing that I want to encourage the listeners as well, that as we're closing out and we're starting the first day of the last quarter of the year, so... You know, there's a lot of things you can control. You can control how you show up. You can control how you plan. You can control the plan that you actually put together. But you cannot control what other people are going to do. Mm. But if you continue to show up despite getting maybe, you know, some some strikeouts, you are bound to be able to get that home run. But, you know, I want you to think of... The consequences for you and your business, if you are not able to have a clear plan, if you are not able to get clarity on all of the actions that you should be taking this last quarter in order for you to achieve the goals that you set out for yourself. And I also want you to think about how great is going to feel when you look back at the end of December and you start January and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm on top of the world. Mm. I did not think I could do it, but it was possible. And beyond being possible, it was doable because I had a very clear understanding of how to manage my time, how to be more productive, how to be able to set manageable uh, benchmarks that help you in um, growing your clients and in servicing your clients. And overall, uh, that's going to be super important. And for that, because I want people to have that, and I'm going to be doing it for myself too. Can you imagine a world in which January resolutions become obsolete I would because love that. you get ahead of that curve? I would love that because I think mm. that, you know, we all go into January thinking like, oh, this is going to be the end all be all. And oh, oh in January, and everything is, is going to be different. This is a perfect starting point and yeah. it's a perfect starting point for everybody. But what if you started already? What if you started already? And for that reason, I am doing the last sprint. Uh, I, it's a three-day challenge. And by the way, the last sprint, we are going to create that plan. So think about all these athletes that go into the sprint of their career. And by the way, I am still reading um, mm. or listening to the book about um, Phil Knight, who is uh, the shoe dog, the Nike founder. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I, I will have to make a correction here, boys and girls. Mm. You were correct. He had a factory. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Back I didn't up. say right. I said correct. Say, say it one more time. I'm not going to say it again. Just play it back. So he, uh, I think she said that I was. She said that I was correct. Incorrect. Let me open up this thesaurus. Hold on. Oh, an analogous word for for correct is right. <laughs> I was right. Good job, Daniel. <laughs> Okay, so um, basically, they did have a factory in uh, Exeter, New England. That's right. 
<sighs> okay. Well, I'm still not done with the book. I have two more hours to go, and I keep what falling state asleep. Is that? What state is that? Maine. Maine. Okay. Is Maine in China? Or Taiwan, or where? where what, what country did you say? I forgot. First of all, when I was in the in the book, I was in the part where they were getting their sneakers from Japan. Oh, Japan! That's right. But however, I am in a part of the book Maine. now where they are visiting factories you know, in I, Taiwan. I think by landmass that. Maine may be roughly the size of Japan, so maybe that's where you were confused. No, 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 no. First of all, I had not gotten to the part where he opened the factory. <laughs> and and by the way, did you so know that it was a secret factory? If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you may be lost, but yeah. I told her I remember there being a Nike factory in Maine when oh, yeah, I was yeah, a yeah. kid. What else? What and else? Um, and I, I thought it was actually in Sanford. There may have been a... Uh, another contractor or something in Sanford. Okay. So anyway. well, we digress. Uh, yes, you were you were in in the right. Hmm. I was what in the right. You said you said, I said I'm, right. I'm not going to say it again. In the right, take away in. in <coughs> Excuse the, me. All right, I'll just I'll take just this. Give win. it to me for the love of God. All right. Anyway, anyway so but back. Oh, by to, the way, we are going to get to our guests soon. My God, I love her. But before I talk about this wonderful woman who I love and I've gotten and I've known her for a few years, um, I do want to say mm-hmm. that the last sprint, if you know, download the guide, it's going to be on the show notes. Number one, number two, I also want you to uh, make sure that you sign up. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week, which mm. is going to be, by the way, it's October. Right? So it's going to be October 5th, it's 6th, my, and 7th. It's my birthday month. Since when do you have a birthday month? Well, it's the month of my birthday. Okay. I mean, so well, whatever okay. stuff. You okay. know, you're rubbing off on me, I guess. Okay, I'm rubbing off on you. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to have a clear, concise plan to help you end the year strong. Mm-hmm. And you're going to want to show up. I'm going to have a lot of prices as well for the people who participate. So Get ready. It's mm. going to be a blast. Um, but yeah, Maybe people will want to do some yoga. Okay. As a result of this whole... That was a stretch. Showing up. That was a stretch. I was trying to do a... A, a segment? A segue? A segue. A transition? I was trying to segue. I mean, maybe people, as part of their plan to, to, to get on the right path, will do some yoga for some self-care. In, in the times where they're not um, paying attention to their business. I think that in order for you to run your life and business as the confident CEO that you are meant to be, you should continue to strive to incorporate some serenity and power into your life. And that brings us to our guests. <laughs> <laughs> See how it's done, Daniel? Do I forced that segue in. Oh, well. I forced it in. I got it. I made it work. I made you have to deal with it. Hmm. Well, I you didn't make me anything, first of all. You cannot make anyway, me do let's anything. Let's get to our guest, Robin Gornicki Davis. Hey, Robin. I know her. Robin is married to Yogi, not our dog, but Yogi is I know a him. nice guy, Yogi. I know him. And by the way, can we go to Nashville and hang out? Because. Yeah. Sorry. 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 That's a stereotype. My mm-hmm. bad. Yep, it sure is. Do the the Opry's there though? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love Nashville. We went to Nashville. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I have only and, been once, and I loved it. 
I want to go again. Well, we are due for a visit, and I because first of all, I want to check out my friend Robin, who I met through the No BS program. Um, she has worked as a paralegal for many years, mm-hmm. and then oh, twenty six years to be exact. Yes. But she got her yoga teacher certification a few years back. And her dream uh, is not only to be a coach, but also to um, help women and men in, you know, pr- help them begin and establish and grow a yoga practice. And she opened the studio this past year, which awesome. I am so proud of her and of the work that she is doing. Um, she really helps students push beyond their limitations. And I have to tell you, as a yoga teacher and someone who enjoys practicing, this is the class that you want. You want someone like Robin to help you, um, you know, push past those limitations because Wouldn't yoga could be a challenge and many people feel like, oh, I can't make that pose, but it's not Wouldn't, about making it. Wouldn't you say they are powering past their limitations? Mm, I would say that. Mm, there yes. you go. So Robin's yoga company is called serenitypoweryoga.com. And she is uh, getting ready to well, that's grow. The that's well. That that is her business. Well, dot com is not the name of the business, but no, okay. Well, anyway, and uh, she also has Ken Hartman as one of one of her yoga teachers. And sorry about that. That was not some duck invading the studios. That was my phone. You know what? I, I would have gotten yelled at if my phone was ringing. <laughs> But anyway, we digress because this conversation was just another one like last week's conversation with Emily. It's another one of my girlfriends coming to hang and chat and talk about all the things. Uh, These are just fun, incredible, great conversations that really lift your spirits. And if you want to ever thought of or want to maybe check it out. This is the right person that can help you along your journey. That's right. Um, but also maybe just inspire you because maybe yoga is not your thing, but you want to do something audacious. You have a dream and you can take a lesson from her page, from her notebook or from her story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, without further ado, we're going to listen to Robin and Julie. Welcome to another episode of Confident You Radio and Casa de Confidence podcast. Today on the show, I have a special treat. And not to say that other people are not a special treat, but this particular person has a special place in my heart. I got to know her from the No BS Weight Loss Group, but overall, she is an incredible woman who I admire and has my heart when it comes to a yoga teacher. She is a fantastic friend, and I can't wait to see all the amazing things that are happening in her life, and she's going to share a lot of that in her journey. So, Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. The feelings are so mutual. You're just one of those people that, you know, when you, you meet you, you're your friend for life, and the mm-hmm. energy is so fantastic. So thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this and watching your journey unfold. It's been a very interesting journey. Like if you had told me two years ago, like this is where I would be, it'd be like, no, wait a minute. That's not in my plan. But you could just kind of go along. And I I knew that eventually I would be doing this, but not right away as I have been. 
But more yeah. excitingly, uh, you have some amazing things in your journey. And tell us more about you. Who are you? What do you do? And where do you live? Because so, you live in a fun place. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I am originally from Michigan, but I have officially been in Tennessee longer than I was in Michigan. So something I'm, yeah. I think I'm a Nashvilleian now. Yes, you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I am married to my best friend of 27 years, and um, I have recently opened a yoga studio <gasps> at love it. 55 years old. It's amazing. I love it. I right? love that. And I think that I want us to know that no matter where you are in life, age is a number. We need to redefine what we're able to accomplish and do and that anything is possible as long as you know that this is what you want and you get the right people behind you and continue to pursue it. Right. Exactly. And that's, you know, I just, in all the, all the stuff that we have done, you and me and uh, all of us who do this amazing coaching <laughs> yeah. and all the stuff that we've discovered in the last several years, I just uncovered that I don't want to be in, for lack of better terms, the rat race, the rest of mm. my career. Yeah. Um, I, have been a very successful paralegal for a divorce attorney for 26 years. Wow. A long time. Yeah. But if I'm going to, if I've got, you know, 10 or 15 more years under my belt, I want it to be something that I, that, that aligns with me, Mm -hmm. that makes me feel good inside that also helps other people. And you know, I just, I can't, not that divorcing people doesn't help people. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but it's a different kind of help. Exactly. It's a and different kind of help. It is a different kind of help. But I, I, I just, you know, the, the health aspect, the wellness <laughs> aspect of the helping is where I, where I want to end my career. Yeah. So that's why I've changed over to Yoga and life coaching. That's the other one I'm jumping into. Um, I got certified through the same place mm-hmm. you did, Transformation mm-hmm. Academy. Yeah. Great, wonderful. Um, so I am working on launching that business too. Well, and you, my husband has a pizza restaurant. Yes. And by the way, oh, I can't wait to go, honestly. I, I cannot believe that I've been to Nashville since he's opened the pizza shop. And I haven't been, and and I haven't been to Nashville since the pandemic. So I am due for a visit. Dan and I yes. need to come back, and we're going to do the the Bourbon Trail again. I think because oh fun, we did uh, part of it when we were down in Nashville, twenty nineteen, the last time. But it was just sort of like a drive by through the Bourbon Trail. So we need to do a yeah. proper visit. Um, but you became a yoga teacher. Um, how long ago? 2017. So That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, found yoga after I, I I dabbled in it for a while, mm-hmm. but I got serious about it after I had a foot injury and had to have surgery. And they told me that I had to find a less lower impact workout. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up in yoga, um, thinking it was temporary not realizing that <laughs> it would be a movement that I could take with me until I'm in my eighties. I mean, you Absolutely. literally can. Absolutely. It's, yeah. 
you know, yoga, um, I was first introduced to yoga. And if anybody's read my book, I, I talk about the person that introduced me to yoga. Uh, she is my ex-husband's mother, um, who has a very special place in my heart. And she lived to be 80-something. And she, I remember when I first met her, she was in her late 60s. And she's like, do you want to go to a yoga class? And I thought, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> because, well, first of all, I'm from the, you know, aerobics jazzercise era in the 80s. And I yes. just had all these misconceptions about yoga. And I thought, oh, my God, gosh, she's crazy. But I believe that this is what gave her her zest for life. I believe that this is why she had such longevity as well with her health because she she moved her body every day well you know she really moved her body she did yoga at least every day she would either go to a class or do it at home but also she at night I, this is so amazing she would um go and sit in front of the television at eight o'clock and in front of the television she had her exercise bicycle in their family room and she rode her little exercise bicycle before Peloton was even a thing. And yeah. she would ride it for an hour, half an hour, whatever it was. And then she would go take a bath and then she would go to bed. But it, it's like she had those habits that allowed her to nurture herself, nurture her oh. body and, you know, grow to be um, just really present. And yoga was the one thing in which I believe helped her in in all of the hardships at times in life well yeah because it's not just physical yeah it's just not i mean the physicality of it and being healthy is going to help you manage stressful times mm -hmm. but the the breath and the intentionality and when you get into your breath and still your still your mind mm. you know stop the thought and just focus on your breath. I was thinking about that driving into work today. Yoga is not just the body. No, it really isn't. In fact, I would venture to say that a greater percentage of it is the breath and the mind. A hundred percent. And this is why, you know, I, I, the first thing I learned was that whole concept of yoga, meaning union. And really, yes. um, when I started practicing yoga, and I think I might have taken one of your classes in Nashville when I was there. And mm -hmm. I remember feeling extraordinarily um, emotional. And I couldn't figure out, like, what the heck? Am I emotional? Because the high achiever in me is like, I can't do this. My body doesn't bend that way. But it was something else. And it was more of just that um, physical stuff. And subsequently, I know that for me, a lot of the healing of myself and that self-love has stemmed from my practice. Well, yeah, because as um, everybody holds their emotions in their hips, Mm. a lot of them, but women, especially yeah. if you notice how you have tight hips and tight low back, mm -hmm. and you think about the day, what's happened during the day and that tightness that happened, it's where you're holding your tension and your mm -hmm. frustration, your sadness, yeah. all those emotions. Cause that's why you'll see a lot of people in some of the poses that we do the half pigeon pose where you're really into that hip. Or even, you know, there's a pose called frog pose where you're really mm -hmm. into both. Oh, that's my favorite pose. Yes. <laughs> um, but you'll see 
people will literally cry in those poses and they're like, what's happening to me? And it's like, it's okay. Just let it happen Mm -hmm. because you're releasing something you've been hanging on to for entirely too long. Oh, for sure. You know, the, I I'll never forget once I became a yoga teacher and I, again, you know, I am not this, the, the, the most flexible or, you know, your typical yoga body. Um, if you want to, you know, distincted make a distinction that way but i um you know it's a practice and i'll never forget i have a yoga studio that sadly closed during pandemic so sad but it was yeah i called it the magical place because it was in this old warehouse and it was on the top floor and overlooked the city and it had windows from floor to ceiling and they had these white um curtains and when the sun was setting or rising, because you can get them both, you had yeah. the sunlight coming in through the white sheer curtains. And um, it was just magical because they also had like twinkly lights everywhere. Now, I, when I build my send in, I mimic a lot of that because I was grieving yeah. for my yoga studio. But the first time I was in the studio and I was actually able to easily access and do um, um crying baby wait a minute happy baby happy baby thank you a happy crying you know happy baby (laughs) i was like oh my god and i remember just like the release of the emotion but the the pride like i am a work in progress and this is something that i i'm getting there and i'm moving in the in the direction that i want and i'm able to do it and i think that sometimes in life we don't take time to celebrate or acknowledge ourselves uh, for that I agree with you 100% in in that people don't appreciate themselves enough. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is that each one of us is such a miracle. Yeah. Because the stars had to align just right for our parents to meet, mm-hmm. for for them to do whatever they did right. to create us and, you know, the creation of us is just amazing. And people don't take that. They take that for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, what are you grateful for? And they'll say their kids and their house and their this and their that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what about you? Yeah. What about you? So true. It's so true. And I, and I do that. And I, I mean, I, I do that when I'm teaching yoga, when we get into a pose and I get, I hear, the rumblings. I had a gal tell me the other day, I can't do that pose. And I'm like, oh, oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Let's find you some tools and lift yeah. you up so that you can find your expression for your body, which is uniquely you. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that, because I think that when I first started going to yoga, I never had anyone explain to me that it's not about my pose looking like yours. Nope. And I, I explain that for people who are listening, who maybe have never tried yoga or maybe go to the yoga that, you know, you're kind of like the class is so big that the the teacher is having a difficult time really walking people through this. Yeah. And that's one thing I absolutely love about my studio um, is that, I, and I've joked a couple of times that I'm calling it a teaching studio for the, for the members. Mm-hmm. 
Because I encourage you to ask questions because our bodies are so different. Yeah. You look over in the mat next to you, you're not going to, your body's not going to look like that. Yeah. I don't care if you are six foot tall and 125 pounds, mm-hmm. you're, you're just not going to look like the person next to you. Yeah. Each pose is going to land in your body how it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Somebody may use a block to lift themselves up in a pose and somebody's arm, because it's longer, may reach the ground. Yeah. And I am a fan and I encourage all my teachers to in, to ask the, the members, does this feel good in your body? Mm-hmm. Do you want to move this way? You know, don't just call a pose and see if they land it and move on to the next one. Right. So good. So good. Yeah. You need to feel the pose in your body. And the other thing about our bodies is, I mean, on a skeletal level, we're different. Mm. That's the biggest thing. You'll see some people who would do what's called the standing leg raise, where they stand on one leg and grab their big toe of the other foot and shoot it straight up. Mm -hmm. Well, their hip socket may be literally different than yours. Yeah. There, it may, it, you, they may hit bone on bone sooner than you hit bone on bone. I know that's a lot of anatomy, but I love it. No, I love the anatomy part because <laughs> when I, when I went through certification, that was the one piece I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I took analogy, an analogy, anatomy in high school. I, I pride myself in taking the anatomy class in high school <laughs> that we had to dissect the cat. I can't even believe that, but I know, right? Um, now, it totally made sense when I was going through this and we were actually going through the poses and studying the anatomy. I'm like, oh, it looks different on her and on her and on him. Yeah. And it's yeah. something that even and it's such a um, parallel to life, right, where we're always comparing our journey to somebody else. But we don't realize that our experiences, our belief, our environment is so different that there is never going to be a carbon copy of somebody else because we're all so unique. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. We all fall into that compare and despair oh, for sure. pit. So, and it's so easy to go there. Yeah. Because the and world teaches than- you that the world is saying, Hey, here's the new trend. Here's the trending sound of the day. Go and use it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's I know. not, you know, it, it's, it's, and it puts unnecessary burdens on us. And this is one of the reasons why for me, this platform is so important. I want to, I want to normalize that we are all individuals in our own journey and each other's journey is not there for us to um, feel like, oh, I need to keep up with her. But it's more like, wow, if she did it in her own way. I can do it in my own way and we can cheer each other on in the process. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that's the same way with the yoga practice. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when I, when I have people come, new people come in and I just tell them right straight away, if you haven't practiced in a while, don't look at that person next to you. Just pay attention to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, yoga is such an amazing gift. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it, it works your, your muscles and your ligaments and yeah. your fascia and your, it strengthens your bones, Everything. literally down to the bone. Yeah. 
and your mind and your breath. And I just think that everybody deserves it. And I, I'm sad for the people who go into a yoga studio and they see the typical yoga mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know, the skinny, I mean, let's be honest, the yeah, skinny yeah. white girl and the Lululemon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they go and they take that class and they couldn't do half of what they, the other people were doing mm-hmm. and they never go back. They never go back. Yeah. And those are the people I want in my studio. Yeah. I want those people. You know who I think needs to come to your studio as well? And I will tell you is my friend. I'm not going to name her. I almost did. Oh, and not <laughs> that I think she's listening, but um, I have a friend that I love dearly. And um, I'm not going to talk anything more about this friend because um, I have talked about her on the show and people will figure out who she is. Um, but <laughs> my friend has a, an autoimmune. And as someone who has an autoimmune, that's one of the reasons I started practicing. And I, I can tell you that she would just benefit so much from, from the breath, from the, uh, the ability to be able to hold still in that awareness of what is happening. And, um, she's a high achiever. And I think that being able to be in that moment, um, I, I would love for her to take advantage of the gift of yoga and she won't. You know why? Because she's very um, entrenched in her religion and she is, has very um, anti, you know, to her, it, it, she's been taught that if you practice yoga, you're opening up yourself to like all kinds of things. And it's like such a misconception. And I think like, I was like that in my early twenties, when I first went to yoga with my late mother-in-law, um, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want this. I don't want to be, you know, uh, possessed or, you know, you know, I'm thinking like how ignorant (laughs) and all these years that I could have practiced. There is, there are some people still that really believe that yoga is, is some kind of religion, secret mm-hmm. type of religion. Right. Um, and I, I, when I first went into teacher training, I had to dig, dig deep on that. Mm-hmm. I learned, I, you know, that it, it's not, Yeah, there were, the roots are in Hinduism mm-hmm. thousands of years ago, right? but the practice of yoga that we have in the United States, it's pretty Westernized. Mm-hmm. and. Now, now there are studios that you can find and there are places you can go that still that are still rooted in that. Mm-hmm. But the greatest majority of the studios in the United States are not. Yeah. You just need to do your research on it. Um, it's very spiritual. Right. It's a spiritual. The, the, we yes. are creating. And, and, you know, if we want to talk about Christianity, faith, and I'm going to come from that perspective, um, the Bible talks about our body being created we are created in god's image what greater sense of connecting to the image of god than in and saying god thank you so much for this amazing body that works in these amazing ways that i don't even know 100 percent of the time but yes. i'm paying attention right now what it feels like to stretch that calf muscle that i haven't moved <laughs> yes. you know and and, and yes. those are the things that i wish people would really open themselves and be open to the idea that is yeah. more than just um, 
what you misunderstand it to be. And I think that that happens a lot with everything in this world, that what we fear the things that we don't know about because we have a false belief that's been either created by a, a piece of information that's been taken out of context. That's what I was just going to say. Uh, the uneducated bring, brings fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and and the safety. It's like, oh, I don't know about that, so I'm going to be afraid of it, and I'm not going to do anything because mm-hmm. that protects myself. Oh, 100%. And a lot of people think but, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the that health thing that you were talking about with your friend with the autoimmune. Immune. I um, have had asthma my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I 100% believe that learning how to really breathe Mm-hmm. Full diaphragmic breath yes. rather than shallow chest breathing mm-hmm. has helped me with my asthma. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. You learn how to pay attention to your breath. And I remember as a kid and I would start feeling congested and I would panic. And then you mm-hmm. breathe faster and then yeah. you breathe shallower and then it gets worse. Yeah, for sure. Where in yoga, you learn how to slow down your breath mm-hmm. and pay attention. So I can actually talk myself or work myself mm-hmm. out of an asthma attack yep. because of the yoga breath. Yeah. For um, me, I mean, it's a very similar experience too, Rob. I, I you know, I, I had COVID in September yeah. last year. And when I, I was afraid and Dan was terrified because we had been so careful with me getting sick and uh, and my, my, I had gone to see my pulmonologist like maybe like three weeks before I, I I got COVID. And he said, good job not getting COVID because with what you have, it you would be, you know, and yes. he scared the big jeebies out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when I got it, I was intent that, and, and really for as hard, and yes, I had medication. I had the, you know, the infusion and I, I didn't go to the hospital, but really I spent a lot of time, um, breathing. And mm-hmm. I, I actually, that was the one thing when I got home from the urgent care, when I was diagnosed, I went into my Zen den and brought my mat upstairs so that I could sit and, you know, just breathe or give myself the ability to, you know, stay in that breath. And, that and, you, were, and you were doing yoga. Yeah. And that was yoga. And that was yoga. Absolutely. And that was yoga. Yeah. What other things have you noticed in your life that um, being um, a practicing yogi has helped you with? My favorite thing to say is I don't want to throat punch people as much. <laughs> I think that that's a perfect thing to say. It just is the truth. I, I, even my husband, Yogi, um, he says that. He's like, you're just a calmer person. Yeah. I just am. And I think I pause and I try to think before I speak, even even in a frustrating situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say I do it all the time. I, yeah. I'm a human being. I'm going to have a ver- visceral reaction to things sometimes. Yeah, I know. But the large majority of the time I just am calmer and I'm like, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. What good does it do me to get stressed out about this circumstance that I can literally not change? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's been a huge benefit for me. And, you know, I mean, honestly, the, the, 
the combination of the yoga and the coaching over the last oh, five years probably mm. um, have have brought me to make this life decision that I'm about to make with leaving a career of 26 yeah. years and going into doing what I love to do, mm-hmm. you know, coaching and teaching yoga full time. I think that that is such a gift for the people that will take advantage and, and will come to, um, to the mat and practice by knowing that, um, you know, they can look at you and realize that there are so many possibilities available to them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love that you have this purpose and this, and this desire in your heart to do this. And um, many people would definitely feel a lot of apprehension and fear in uh, what is some of the things that you have done to kind of um, speak to that, because I'm sure there is a level of uncertainty there. Oh yeah, it, there is. And there, there is fear. And I can even tell you that even last night, you know, you have the thoughts of what am I doing the right thing? Mm. Um, uh, you have to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Those that that gut instinct is a real thing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's real. And I uh, also know that I have a bigger purpose than being an employee mm. for the rest of my working career that there's something that I'm meant to give back to people. Mm. So I'm focusing on that. Oh, good. And I, and, and I just, uh, I don't want to have any regrets. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to be 85 and wish I would have. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're, we're getting to a place in the world in which we are redefining, right. That growing welderly, like, like I'd like to call it, um, it, but we're really realizing that it's not just about the health that is physical, but also the mental health. And yeah. at times, you know, when you, when you look back and there, you know, there, there are always going to be the things that maybe there, there's a road we didn't take, but there's always an opportunity to begin again. There's always an opportunity to reconnect to the dream or reconnect to a path, even if you haven't uh, been following that. I actually, my post this morning was about that. It was like, it's Wednesday. Oh, did I Monday and Tuesday this. not, did Monday and Tuesday not go as you planned? Are you going to quit now? No. no, you don't quit. No. You begin again. You begin again. That's one of my yes. favorite things. Uh, you know, I've been running a meditation group um, in the mornings. Um, yeah. And I love it because. Is um as as I think the night before, well, what do I want to do? And, and and really, you know, if the teacher in me was really taking over, and I'm I'm being hypercritical of myself here, but um, I should be making like a little lesson plan and saying, oh, this is what we're gonna do. But no, yeah. the night before, I typically think, hmm, what should I do the meditation on? But that <laughs> is today we connected on the breath and connected to re revisiting that breath and beginning again because I think that that is the lesson that we take outside of the the mat outside of the meditation and it's something that in anything in life you know we're so focused on the past the future and today is the only thing that we can really have control over well it is i mean you can plan for for the future but you can't live in the future and you can't live in the past absolutely and so many people do it and it's and i see these people 
And there's people in my family that are like this. And oh, that, and same here. Because there's, you see the the weight mm-hmm. on them. I mean, they physically yeah. are they physically are drawn down mm-hmm. on their shoulders or hunched over. You know, the hunchy bunchy. Yeah, and they're. Their corners of their mouths are down. are down. Oh, I know. Yes. And I think that that is being open to the idea that today, right now, is the opportunity for you to do your best. It's mm-hmm. really the, the, it's the best bargain when it comes to like Botox, you know, <laughs> because yeah. happiness comes from the inside and um, it just, that, that, that feeling of contentment and joy is reflected in your face. It's reflected yeah. in your face. And honestly, it takes less, less muscles to smile than it I does know. to frown. I know right? it does. It's but, so great. I know. Hey, I uh, love that color on you, by the way. It's a periwinkle. Thank you very much. Periwinkle. It's, yes. it's lovely. I had a shirt that color and I loved it. And I don't, I don't even know, like, I can't find any other periwinkle in my life. I may need some. I may need to go do that. So now, Yogi, uh, your husband, Yogi, and not to be confused with my dog, Yogi, who is crybaby. Or my yoga studio. Or the yoga studio. Um, (laughs) So your husband has a pizza shop. Yeah. Tell us Yogi's more pizzeria about that. and ice cream. Yeah. <gasps> and ice pizza- cream? Oh my oh, yeah. God. Wait a minute. I was just talking yeah. to someone about ice cream and pizza. Who was it? It's gonna come to me, but, but it's the so oh, here's my amazing. life. My future is I get to practice yoga and eat ice cream and pizza. That what I mean, come better on. life. There's no better life right? than that. Amazing. Um, yeah, so he got the keys to his restaurant on February seventh. 2020. Mm. <laughs> we all know what happened in March of 2020. Yes. yes. But um, and this is where yoga came. I'm gonna go. This is where yoga came in for me and for him because yeah. even though he doesn't practice regularly, he does. Okay. He he knows what how to breathe and the benefits of mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we just didn't freak out. We just were like, okay, this is how it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And he officially opened in on July 17th of 2020. He's been open two years and it's going fantastically. Awesome. Oh my gosh. It's a delicious thin crust, kind of a, mm-hmm. a Neapolitan style pizza. My favorite kind. Yeah. Stone oven. Mm. Um. And the ice cream is comes out of Madison, Wisconsin. It Ooh. is a third, yeah, it's a third generation dairy creamery. Oh my gosh! Um, and it's got all the butter fat and all the deliciousness. Ooh, that in it. sounds amazing. I mean, you're gonna have ice cream. You got to have the good stuff. Yeah, right? I, I, you know what? I I um, stopped drinking soda probably in 2006, and the reason I stopped drinking soda is because, well, um, it's not good for you, and I honestly, I, if I'm, I can't have the real thing, I might as well not have it at all. I'm not one yeah. for diet soda or, yeah. or artificial sweeteners <laughs> and, and a lot of the, you know, stuff like that. Um, I love a good ice cream though. Ooh, that you're making, oh you're my speaking gosh. my language. Uh, there is a, a creamery here in Connecticut. Well, there's a few, but there's one that we go to. Um, it's called the Collins Creamery. No relation. Ah. 
no relation. But we we go. It's in one of the next town over, and it's really like I I, I can't believe that the girl the the city girl in me uh, lives in the country where like you can drive ten fifteen minutes and you're like in farmland. Yeah. <laughs> But they but have delicious ice. I love it. It's delicious ice cream. And we that's our Sunday afternoon, evening. Uh, and they have these beautiful fields. And then you can see the sun as it's going down. And oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's so lovely. But um, what do you think is the secret to um, juggling, you know, you, as an entrepreneur with your husband? Um, and, you know, you, you have your own studio. You, you have the yoga studio. You have your job. You have Yogi. He has the pizza shop. How do you how do you balance it, and how do you make it work? Well, living living in the day, mm-hmm. yeah, just like we were talking about, just being right here today. I mean, I I can't can't worry about what happened yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah. So um, now there's here again. There's days that I it's like, oh Lord, this <laughs> happened or that happened or you know little things, but um, yeah. And, and I plan, I do, I do have my calendar and I try to stay on plan. Of course, tonight I got my time mixed up for this, but no, that um, was my fault. I should have <laughs> sent you, I should have sent you a, a, a real appointment, but I figure right. since we're friends, I'm just going to text you and I'm going to yeah. put it on my calendar. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. But yeah, no, I just plan it. And I just, um, I will tell you something I started doing too, is that, um, I used to be, I used to bring my work home with me a real lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I would literally bring work home, eat dinner and get back to work. And Mm. I have, I have even quit bringing home my work computer. That's amazing. Um, I would suggest to people that you have got to turn off your eight to five. Absolutely. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree with that. And that takes a lot to decide like, you know what? I, I don't, that's not what I'm doing now. And yeah. especially if you've been programmed, I know that um, I used to be the your quintessential workaholic as well. And mm-hmm. one of the things, like even now that we have a business together with Dan, it's very easy to have blur lines when it comes to, yeah. you know, business. But it's very important to, you know, and if anybody's listened to the podcast, they know one of my favorite guests, um, Katie Jeffcoat, my friend Katie Jeffcoat, she talks about intentional margins. And intentional margins is something that you create for yourself. And that it's very important because if you don't mm-hmm. create those, then you're living in this automated mode and you're missing the important stuff. I like that. I, I am probably going to steal that. You I should, heard you it, should steal like it. it. it she, she trademarked it, but I steal it all the time and give her credit. Yes. Uh, yes. And by the way, if anybody, um, if you want to listen, she has a podcast. Um, it's typically three minutes long every day and it's called everyday happiness. I highly oh, recommend I like that. it. Um, yes. And she talks about intentional margins and she talks about how to create them. And she was yeah. one of my first guests on the show and I love her. I, I just, you know, she's been one of the, I have met some incredible women and incredible individuals through, uh, coaching through the podcast through everything that I'm doing and I am so blessed because what a, I was to say what a blessing right it it is and and yeah. I think that I'm so you know indebted to the people that 
come into our life, you know, like Corinne, for instance, our mutual friend, yeah. because she has taught me so much about life. And, and not to say that I didn't know about life in my own way, but she's definitely been sort of like that beacon leading the way in, in a lot of this. Yeah, I give her credit all the time. Um, I mean, she just, watching her grow has inspired me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and the I lives have, that she's changed. Yes. Yeah. It, it, um, uh, to right here, us, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, she, for those who don't know, Corinne, no BS, formerly PNP tribe, used to, does what the camps, what she calls them. And all of us crazy women get together yeah. and talk about weight loss and movement and life and all this kind and of husbands stuff. And, and she, boom, boom yes, and all kinds of things. All of it. All of it. And, um, she used to give awards. Do you remember awards? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have my 2016 award. Oh, you do? Above my desk. <gasps> I have, she said, 2016, Robin Davis has limitless potential. I love it. It is so true. And I, and I have it here and I'm like, I'm proving that I am proving that right now. Every single day, um, we, we have the ability and it's so beautiful that she's breathed that belief into you and that you have it. And and now you're going to get to pass that on to other people and you're going to get to, um, share that gift. Um, I have to tell you, I could probably talk to you for another hour, but you know, in I essence, know, right? you know, this is not an hour show, obviously. I did kind of forget we were like actually recording. Something. I know, right? Like it's so easy to just talk <laughs> because when you, when you love who you're talking to, you just kind of yeah. shoot the breeze. So um, I have, to, okay. I have lots of plans for 2023, but Nashville is, it is, you know, one of those priorities and awesome. we're going to have to get together. Um, where can people find you, Robin? And by the way, your yoga studio has an app. It does. We have an app, mm-hmm. Serenity Power Yoga. You just search Serenity Power Yoga in your app store, whether it's Google or Android. Uh, SerenityPowerYoga.com for uh, an awesome, my coaching is linked right on there. Awesome. One of the options to go into there, the power, the coaching is Serenity and Power Coaching. Oh, God. And um, Instagram, Facebook, all Serenity Power. So it's pretty easy to find. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And if you're in Nashville, check out Yogi's Pizzeria too. Well, listen, I think that what more could it be more fun? Like you can have a yoga and then get a good sweat on and then go for a pizza and ice cream. Why not? And you can walk there because we're in the same strip. Perfect. What more could you want? (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, Robin. You are incredible. I'm so in awe of you and all the amazing stuff that you're doing and the positivity that you put out into the universe. When I log into Facebook or Instagram in the mornings and I see you, I'm like, oh, I love her so much. And and by the way, she is probably one of the top-notch yoga teachers I have ever practiced with. And I have had the honor to practice. Um, So definitely check her out. Yes. And I I can see that. Uh, so you. we are going to have to practice some more and people don't forget to follow her, give her some social currency, connect with her, let her know that you Yay. heard her through confident you radio and the cost of the confidence podcast. And for those of you who are listening, you know what I'm going to say. Don't forget, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only Purposeful You Mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all, but the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business, push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.